This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's up, NFL fans? Welcome back. It has been a while since we've had an opinion or fact podcast. I'm Jeff Hartman of the Steel Curtain Network covering the Pittsburgh Steelers. Joining me as always, Wesley Coleman of the Dome Patrol. What's up, Wesley? Man, good to be talking to you. Um, There's been a lot of movement, I think, with both of our teams with the highs (laughs) and lows and excitement about being in first place possibly in the playoffs and then realizing that maybe we're not good. I I think we're both kind of... Just going through it this year. So uh, yeah, the last time the last time we talked, I think on on one of these podcasts, you were like, "Ah, oh, we're in first place, and the Steelers <laughs> sucked." And now it's like every time I turn on Twitter, it's Derek Carr's being evaluated for something. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's one of those years. But that's all yeah, we're talking is. about today. That's all we're talking about today. We're talking about Thanksgiving. So tomorrow is Thanksgiving, the Turkey Day, which is family football and food like the you get you can put those f's in whatever order you want but that's the three and so here we go we're talking about the tradition of thanksgiving day games thanksgiving day games the detroit lions the dallas cowboys and then they started to throw in a third game which will rotate you know a lot of teams have had that thanksgiving day night game this year nfc west matchup 49ers at seahawks will have a lot of significance but still wesley the talking point is This should not be a Detroit and Dallas constant thing, or should it be? What do you think? Do you like the tradition of Dallas and Detroit always on Thanksgiving Day, or do you want it to rotate amongst the league? Well, I mean, I'm Thanksgiving's not my favorite holiday, so maybe I'm just gonna like 
reel against everything Thanksgiving. Um, and What's your this, beef with Thanksgiving? This, well, hold up. Well, I'm a picky eater, and I was tortured with food as a kid and made to eat things I didn't want to eat. So, um, <laughs> You don't I'll, like turkey I, and mashed potatoes? Turkey, I don't like potato salad. Don't give me potato salad. Not potato like, salad. Can't, mashed can't, potatoes. can't stand it. Mashed potatoes, I'm good. But I was made okay. to eat potato salad as a kid. So um, moving on. <laughs> we'll have a therapy session later, please. We don't want to, yeah, we don't want to bring up past traumas. <laughs> Um, so, so maybe I just, anything that's a Thanksgiving tradition, I'm willing to hate on it and uh, want to change it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that with the way scheduling has been and the Thursday night game controversies and all, um, I think this is a tradition that, um, needs to be moved around. Um, there's going to be fan bases like these fan bases have gotten used to it and probably work around their family plans every year of who's going to go to the game and we got to watch the game, but, but other other fans should get to experience it too. And if you haven't experienced it before, you might sit there and go, well, that sounds annoying. I don't do that for Thanksgiving. But if once every five or six years, you had the option of enjoying your team with your family or fighting with your family about whether your team is good and all, um, I think it's a great tradition that should be moved around in a lot of families um, and different fan bases should get the home game. And I think it should move all around um, uh, to, to everybody. I love the tradition of football on Thanksgiving. Love it. I'm with you. I hate it when the Pittsburgh Steelers play on Thanksgiving. <laughs> hate it. I mean, I I can't stand it even when I was younger. Go back to 1994. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Jerome Bettis and Carnell Lake standing out there in overtime. Call it in the air, Jerome. He calls heads. No, he said tails. I'm sorry. That ruined our freaking holiday as a family. I will never forget. That was the early game. We come upstairs. My mom's like grinding away in the kitchen. And she's like, hey, they win. I'm like, what do you think? Ruined everything. Like, it was the quietest Thanksgiving dinner of my life. It was awful. And then I remember when the Steelers played the Ravens. That was the whole. I uh, thought I had Thanksgiving issues to work through. This is great. Let's go. <laughs> then there's the whole Steelers Ravens on Thanksgiving yes. night, which yep. was the uh oh, crap, what's his name? Jacoby Jones yep. return where Mike Tomlin's like inching his way onto the field. Oops, didn't see ya. You know, all that game, which the Steelers almost came back and won. Emmanuel Sanders can't catch. And that's not that's neither here nor there. But still, I found it so difficult to stay up for that game, like to stay physically awake for that game because you've been eating all this food and you've just been lounging around the trip to fans just surging throughout your body. And then they, that that's you waiting up to 11. It was awful. It was awful. I don't mind watching those games, but man, now that I cover the Steelers and like, it's my job to actually have to pay attention. I hate holiday games. It's not just Thanksgiving. I hate holiday games because it's, it takes me away from the family time. I love to be able to sit down like this. This year is, is awesome. I'm going to get to sit down and watch games with my dad, my brother. My kids will be running around doing Lord knows what at my parents' house. I don't care. They're not in my house. So I am fine with it rotating. I just hate when the Steelers play. It's awful. Like When was the last time the Saints were on Thanksgiving? Um, the Saints played on Thanksgiving just a couple of years ago. Um, I do have um, an incredible memory of – uh 2010 game in dallas that i went to it in dallas it was uh, kind of frozen a little bit cold and um the, the saints uh, beat dallas in dallas and so uh, became a big fan of it um outside of that the saints have played um the falcons twice in the last uh i'm thinking if it was 2018 and 2000 uh 19 i think they played in back-to-back -back years oh, um and cool. won both of them so um for my memories being, I think the Saints are three and zero on 
Um, hey, nice. on Thanksgiving games that I can remember over the past 13 years. So I've been a fan of it. Now, again, I, I had very different experiences. I got to yeah. enjoy beating, beating the Falcons and then all the, uh, um, jokes about, uh, having cooked bird on Thanksgiving and all that. And then of course being <laughs> live at the game to, to beat the, uh, the Cowboys is always enjoyable in front of their, uh, their, their fans. So, um, but but even beyond that, like like you said, I, I do enjoy the um, the tradition of watching football, regardless of who it is. I mean, I love this sport and and, and watch it uh, no matter who's playing. So so I, I enjoy that. But um, for me, the distraction of the Saints and then the the enjoyability of that nobody's working. And I I actually kind of like. Um, I guess this works when you're good. I like that the entire country is watching your team play. Um, mm. And yeah. so it's kind of like a it's cool to have, you know, quote unquote, the primetime game. But having it at 11 a.m. Um, is a pretty cool um, kind of thing instead of the the, the primetime 7 p.m. game or whatever. So um, I think moving those around and having them, um, I believe that a lot of other um, sports fan bases would would enjoy the opportunity to have that and uh, get that exposure. Um, I guess there is a, a, a case of. Uh, um, screwing it up and having the schedule and having bad teams. I mean, the, the traditional Thursday night games haven't been great, no. um, but it seems like, and I, and I, and I'd, I'd love to have more stats, but it. it seems to me, I think that we have normally pretty dang good games on Thanksgiving competitive, high scoring sometimes um, at least somebody perform well. So I don't know if maybe the holiday and that kind of inspires teams and they recover better with only three days rest than they normally do. But um, it, it makes a Thursday night game or Thursday day game not so terrible too well let's go down this this rabbit hole of if they were to change it if they were to say hey detroit dallas like we're gonna start rotating this i got a couple issues you know that they always give these teams bye weeks afterwards like well wait a second you're gonna make every other team that plays on a thursday night pittsburgh this year having two thursday night games mind you and they don't have the luxury of bye weeks in between like that sucks first and foremost but secondly look at this slate of games for this week this Thursday, this Thanksgiving, you know what I hate about it? 1230 game. This is Eastern time, mind you. Packers at Lions. Okay. Then you go to 430. Commanders at Cowboys. Sure. And I already mentioned the Sunday night game, or I'm sorry, the Thursday night game at 820, the 49ers and Seahawks. You know what I hate about this? Not one AFC team. It is an entire NFC schedule. So here I am. I like the AFC teams because I root for an AFC team. And I want to see like, oh, Maybe it's the Buffalo Bills. That's the AFC playoff picture. I, I have a little bit of interest in this. Nothing. Like nothing. So if I'm the if I'm the NFL, how should I approach this? In my opinion, the 12:30 game, make it an AFC game or an NFC game. The next game should be the opposite. So if your AFC game's first, your NFC game is second. And then the nightcap, make it an interconference game. Like that, that way I feel like everyone is kind of invested in some way, shape, or form. What do you think about that? Yeah, I like the idea of um, r- rotating them. I, I what I think would be if we're just going to really go into this. Yeah, let's, let's make Thanksgiving, and if we have Christmas games, let's make those rivalry games. Um, so, I, so I wouldn't necessarily have a, a like um, inter interconference games unless we're talking about two teams that are in the same state. Might be kind of mm. kind of fun if we if uh, if that weekend is uh, uh, something like that, but. I'd love to have, hey, we're going to have fights on with our family on holidays. Let's just go ahead and really just do, do it all the way. And <laughs> let's have some some rivalry games on there. 
Um, and, and if your whole family likes the same team, then it helps bond y'all together because we're all going to hate the other team versus the, the kind of mixtures of it. So I'd go that way. Now, you kind of uh, sort of allude to, um, I think there's some problems just in general with the way Thursday night games are done and when bye weeks are. The Saints also have two Thursday night games this week um, where they're having to travel for both of them. Um, uh, one of them we've got coming up in December. We're going to go from New Orleans to Los Angeles. Um, we're going to play a home game, and then we're going to go to, to L.A. to play the Rams a couple days before Christmas. Um, and that's not not a fun, uh, great trip, you know, right, right then. So yeah. um, I I think that there's there's things that you look at the schedule and you're like, why can't there be one Thursday night game per team and then a bye week or the bye week and then the Thursday night game? Like It's baffling to me that uh, we, we can't figure that out um, and that there just can't be a, a fair structure, but uh, but we haven't. Um, specifically on Thanksgiving, though, um, again, big national audience. Everybody's watching. Let's have the bye week before Thanksgiving so that teams are well-rested. Everybody's coming off 10 days rest yep. and then have some rivalry games where people are just beating the crap out of each other for, you know, for the whole family to watch. It, and it would be it would be more entertaining. There would be more storylines, more narratives, because even if the teams aren't playing well, there's going to be that division aspect. And it's going to be, you know, for, so to give you an example, let's just pick the AFC West, okay? So you might have the Raiders and the Broncos, two middle-of-the-road to bottom-tier teams, but because that's a divisional game, there's going to be more interest and more of a draw. So I agree with you there. What do you think about the Black Friday game this year? Yeah, that's a... I mean, I've always liked to think that the Friday game has been a big college day. Um, I... um, uh, got to enjoy years ago um, going to an LSU game at Texas A&M the day after Thanksgiving and at, at, had an amazing experience and loved it. Um, LSU won. I actually uh, ESPN put me on TV uh, for it during the game and I got a million texts about it. And so um, <laughs> I've always enjoyed and I think of Black Friday as a college football day for me. Um, and so it's tough when we start mixing around these days and switching them up. And um, there's things I that are it, instilled in my head that i'm used to and that's one of them i think that's a college football day for me and um i get it the nfl is going to own what they can and anybody they go up against they're pretty much going to dominate that um but for me that's a college football day and i think it should be so if you had the choice between a big time college matchup and an nfl game on black friday you just bouncing back and forth you split screening it or you just watching the college game yeah i've uh I've got the two. I do the oh, two TV the thing. Two right the <laughs> I've got I've got two large TVs in my living room that uh, I, I'm always split screening because I I watch a lot of different sports and the problems have, have interest all over the place. There's <laughs> UFC fights and uh, Mavs games and LSU games on Saturday night, so I'm uh, I'm all over the place as far as making sure I watch those. Um, man, and and it's, it kind of goes back with the Saints and LSU are playing at the same time. Um, the, the Saints are probably going to uh, have my attention this year. Right now, I'd be watching Jaden Daniels, though. So uh, I'd be, he'd, yeah. he'd have my full attention. The The sound would be on the LSU game while I'm watching him score 12 touchdowns. There you go. There you go. So I don't think anything, unfortunately, the, the NFL does try to cling to certain traditions. Thanksgiving Day is one of those. I don't see them changing this anytime soon. I think personally that they they view the the Thursday night game as the oh we'll give another team a chance to play on Thanksgiving. So I, I guarantee agree. you that's what they're going to do. I don't see it changing anytime soon. But 
think we had some good ideas if they do want to change it up. So what are your final thoughts here, Wesley? Well, I was going to ask, so if you, if, what if the one thing, the one piece of the schedule that was announced years ahead of time, and a, a, a year and a half ahead of time, is the, the Thanksgiving Day game? Just because you're, you're, if people are making um, Thanksgiving plans and involve sometimes, you know, twelve mm-hmm. or fifteen family members and all, what if the Thanksgiving game was announced the year before when the schedule comes out? So you know that one rather than knowing that one for six months, you know it for a year and a half. Um, w- would that make any difference? Do you think is, do, or do you think that's even really a solving any kind of problem? It's, I don't think it's solving. six months. You can't figure it so out. Here, here's the problem is that the NFL doesn't view anything as a problem. It views <laughs> it as this is great. They look at the tradition of the NFL. And then we're going to throw like, in this case, the 49ers and the Seahawks a bone and have you play on Thursday night when everyone's passed out on the couch because they're tired from Turkey. So yeah, it's, it's definitely something where, you know, but you think about college, you know, um, let, let, to give you an example, when West Virginia and Pitt stopped playing the backyard brawl yep. because of conference realignment, they left, blah, 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 whatever, Big East, no longer a thing. Well, then they said, like, oh, we're bringing it back in 2022. And everyone, this was like in uh, 2015, like, oh my gosh, seven years. Yep. We got to wait this long. Well, and then now it's here. But yeah, I could see them saying like, hey, we're going to announce this Thanksgiving, what next year's Thanksgiving day games are going to be. I think that's fine. I think if anything, it's going to make interesting. Well, I want to see who's going to play next year. What's the slate of games. I'd love to see them adjust the times a little bit. I would hate, I'd love to see them move that night game a little bit earlier, but yeah, let's play. Let's just wait. We need 30 minutes break between so we can go get a refill, make a, make a Turkey sandwich and then get back to your couch. And and, and absolutely. Absolutely. I was going to ask you about like your favorite pie on Thanksgiving, but I'm afraid to ask that you might just say like, I don't eat anything. And we've got a great uh, <laughs> local pie place here that makes a pie called an I-40 pie. And uh, I don't know why it has that name. I'm sure it has something to do with the road. Um, but it's a, it, it is a pecan pie that has chocolate chips in it and has this Ooh. great homemade crust that has a piece of coconut in it. It's fantastic. There's, wow. uh, I'm real picky about sweets, and it's an incredible pie. That sounds freaking awesome. That sounds amazing, actually. Now I want some pie. So, <laughs> hey, Wesley, this show brought them. to you by Buttermilk Sky Pie. <laughs> Please order your pies. No, I'm just the I forty five. Yeah. Hey, tell everyone where they can find your work with the Saints as well as on social media. Yeah. So, um, you can find me at at Hudat Wesley thirteen. Um, you can find the Dome Patrol podcast on at Dome Patrol PCast on X, formerly known as Twitter. Um, come listen and. Uh, uh, tell us if you disagree. Tell us if you want your team playing on Thanksgiving. Uh, tell us what your favorite pie is. We want to talk about it all. Yeah, for sure. And you can find me on the Steel Curtain Network covering the Pittsburgh Steelers. Also on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. Hey, Wesley, happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Have a good one. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for that. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. 